you so much for joining. I am here with Dr. John Lay, and my name is Jesse Pyrus on another episode of Layback Fitness. So we are going to dive into today just general topics of why you need supplements, uh, maybe get into some nitty gritty of some specific ones, and then kind of end on a good note. So John, let's talk about supplements. So why do basically everyone need supplements? Well, first, um, this is going to seem like I'm hijacking this and, and trying to take it in another direction, but I'm not. I'll, we'll roll it back around here in a minute, but I want to ask you, Uh-oh. um, I, I saw since you are the selfie queen, right? True. Uh, I, I saw a post that you put up okay. um, talking about the, the changes that you're going through, even though you're eating more now. Mm. Right. Yes. So my question is going to initially to you is going to be about like fueling for, for performance and stuff like that. And this is the reason I ask purely selfish reason. Okay. So I've gone through, you know, and I, I weigh most of my food and, and do all that kinds of junk. Um, and I've got a baseline that I'm, that I shoot for, okay. but I go through and I've, I've looked at, uh, so Mark, Marcus Philly's got a, a calculator. I've, I've used that. Uh, I've used M2 performances calculator. Um, you know, you sent me a bunch of formulas. Right. And I, I went through and did that. And every formula I use will tell me that for me to cut, I need to be eating three to four hundred more calories per day than I eat now. And I am not cutting now. <laughs> eating less than that. <laughs> so explain that to me. Oh, what a great question. Um, I didn't believe it. So before I got into like the health and fitness and CrossFit and all that good stuff, dietitian, I never believed it. I'm like, how can you physically eat more and lose weight? It does not make sense. So then I started to really look into the science of it and I actually just did it. So I never thought that I would be eating as much as I am now. And I have personally, I weigh the lowest I have in about three years. Now I am doing a totally different type of sport, but whatever, it doesn't matter. So the more you eat, the more, and the more you lift or work out or whatever, you're going to build muscle. Muscle burns fat. So the more muscle you have, the more that you can eat and it's going to eat away at your fat. And in turn with that, when I say eat more, I think people get confused of, like you said, you have the calculators and all that good stuff. Filling your macros. That's a huge, we could do a whole podcast on that. So I feel like whether you're on a meal plan and you have it right in front of you, you're weighing your food, you're doing whatever. It's what you're eating and is each meal balanced. 
So when I was doing CrossFit, CrossFit's kind of cool. And a lot of people like that because you can lose weight pretty quickly. Um, with bodybuilding, it's a little bit slower and you got to be patient. But what I have found not only in myself and my clients is each meal, the more balanced you have. And what I mean balance is you have a protein, a carb, and a fat. Half of your plate is vegetables. Little bit of uh, fat, you know, maybe some nuts or you cook with olive oil or whatever. That is not only going to help you with the metabolism, it's going to help you in the longevity of your fitness career. So if you just, what career meaning you want to lift in a meet or you want to just stay healthy or whatever. So I, and it's scary because the amount of food that you do have to eat, like for you, like if you had a cut, like you said, you would have to eat 300 to 400 more calories a day. That's a lot of food. That's like four to five meals a day. I mean, 100 to 200 grams of rice, chicken, you know, whatever, a lot of vegetables. That's a lot of food. So mentally, I think it messes with us of eating more is worse. Eating more is better. And I wish I could touch everyone that is struggling with that. Um, I weighed in today the lowest I have, like I said, and I the scale is not everything, but I think it's really cool to see how the body can just change with consistency. You know what I mean? And just balance and just, it's awesome. You just got to stick with it. It is hard though. Well, I, I don't have to stick with it because I haven't started it. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, but <sighs> John. yeah, I am not, um, I'm not, you, I'm, you are probably, well, you're right. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure everybody else is right because I seem to be the only one that, that I look at that, that, uh, doesn't necessarily, you know, I just, I think I look at that and I'm like, good Lord. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, right now I'm 200 pounds now, basically 198, 199, something like that. Okay. Um, and, but that hasn't changed. It's, it's staying there. Okay. Right. And it's, you know, the working out and all that kind of stuff, it's just kind of hanging out there. Um, I don't mind being 200 pounds. It's not that if I was down to say 12% body fat, something like that. Correct. Um, but so it's, it's trying to convince myself to eat Yeah. right now. I eat about 2000 calories a day. Okay. Take. Okay. So, you know, the, according to those calculators, my, cut calories would be somewhere around 23 2400 calories. I was going to say 2450 is about where I Yeah. Cover. Yeah. And so trying to convince myself to eat another 400 calories. Yep. Um is tough it because is usually tough. at the end of the day I'm pretty freaking full. Yes, it is tough. Um so but we'll see. I, it's just it, that was a curiosity. So how do how I'm going to wrap this back around? Let's wrap it back around. Um, supplements, multivitamins, yes. supplements, things like that. Why are they important? Correct. Think of um, so you guys probably when was it? You you kind of completely redid your flooring and all that kind of stuff a while back, right? Yes. 
So did you put tile down? Yes. All right. So let's say that you put the tile down. Mm. You got it all laid out there. The color of it's perfect. Everything's good. And then you just decided, I don't feel like putting the grout in. Let's just leave it like that. Mm. You know, one, it's not as it's not as good as it could be. Correct. Right. Uh, two, it's not going to last as long because eventually things are going to get piled up in those cracks and they can you, they can start to pop up the tile and, and that kind of stuff. So it's as far as flooring goes, it's unhealthy. Yes. Um, so I look at the I look at the supplements, the multivitamins um, and then the more specific supplements in there as the grout around the tile. I love that. So your food, you're 2,500 calories a day <laughs> or, or whatever. That's, that's your tile. That's, yeah. that's where you get most of your nutrition. Mm-hmm. But with the food that we have today, you don't get all the multivitamins. You don't get all the minerals that, that you need. I think there was a, there was a study done not too long ago. I heard it. Well, it's, probably been a little while ago i heard a guy talking about it that if you went back 50 years uh 60 years 50 years and you got the the best apple and you ate that to get the same nutrition today out of the most pure purely grown organic clean apples you can find you'd have to eat three to five of them to equal that one just because of the depletion of the soils that we have nowadays. So you can eat organic. You can eat, you know, you buy everything at Whole Foods. Yeah. You're staying on the edges. Everything's pure, um, but you're still not going to eat it all. So the supplements are, they're that grout. They, they're the, they kind of finish everything off. Yeah, I, I love that, like, analogy, that whole scenario. I read the, the book, The Mineral Rx, um, I have it. If you want to look at, look at it, it's awesome. And it, it throws out statistics like that from like the 1940s. Um, they were talking about zucchini, whatever. So the 1940s zucchini, um, how it was made, you know, the, the, the vitamins, minerals, all that good stuff compared to 20, I think that it was like 2018 or whatever. Um, same zucchini, not organic, because back then you didn't have to really worry about organic, not organic, whatever. So an, an average American, like you said, would have to eat two to three times more to get the same minerals and vitamins that are ha- was in the 1940s of that one zucchini. So you said, like you said, it just, it's how it's made, how food is made in general what we're trying to mass produce because why not everything's about money so let's get as much as we can going for these people and you're having roundup you're having pesticides you're having fertilizers just all this nasty stuff now within our food and everybody should be on some sort of supplements depending on you know their case but like you said the good multivitamin everybody should be on that there's a couple other specific ones I know you want to dive into. We can start with, but let's start with vitamin D. Vitamin D, I personally know from working with you, you're a huge advocate on that of 
why vitamin D is so important. Um, so tell me, tell me about vitamin D and then I can kind of get into like some food sources for people to, to get some vitamin D. Well, so vitamin D is, I think one reason it's so important is it's, it's used in over 900 functions of the body. So it is, it is a vitamin that is vital to almost everything to do with our health. Now, it is something that we can produce ourselves, mm -hmm. um, but how many people are out in the sun long enough nowadays to, to produce that, right? And, you know, people are so afraid of skin cancers and stuff like that. When they do go out in the sun, they're coating themselves down with, uh, with sunscreens and that kind of stuff. And now, not only are they not getting the vitamin D, they're also having chemicals absorbed into their skin, Correct. which is, you know, that's a whole other issue of, of problems yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, so vitamin D supplementation, I think is huge. You've got, if you go by the medical definition of it, I think um, we'll say on a scale of a hundred, we'll just say zero to a hundred, somewhere around 30, typically they'll say that you're okay which at 30, you've got about a 25% greater risk of cancer at that level, level of vitamin D than you do at 60. Wow. So wow. The, the studies that I've looked at, the people that I've talked to, 60 is a minimum okay. that you want in your body, um, you know, up to, you know, 100, basically. Um, but the more you have, the healthier your, your body's going to be. There are um, a lot of conditions that, uh, that are related with low vitamin D uh, that, that a lot of people aren't going to think about it. Um, so headaches and migraines can be related to, have, to having low vitamin D. Uh, brain fog, brain memory fog. loss. Yes, that's a big one. Um, ADD and ADHD, yep. you know, is, is that a problem in our country right now? Uh, fatigue, allergies, skin conditions, food cravings, um, inflammation, which we, we talked about in the last video, mm -hmm. sleep disorders, autoimmune issues, um, you neurological, it. neurological problems such as like autism and dementia. Dementia, um, yeah things like that. And, you know, the only way you're really going to know that, that you're low in it is to take a vitamin D test. Now, the, what I'll tell you is odds are you're low in it. Yeah. So you've got to find a way to get some, you know, to bump that up in you. It cannot, it's also associated with say heart disease, cancer, depression, anxiety, diabetes, infection, um, irritable bowel syndrome, yep. uh, nutritional deficiencies, weakened immune system. Uh, over the last couple of years, you know, how important was it to have a strong immune system? Right? I mean, Come on. 2020. Um, that was rough. The, the deaths, I, I wish I could remember the statistic, but, you know, one of the statistics, a huge majority of people who passed away with, with corona Mm -hmm. we're deficient in vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that's causation. Right. I think it's a 
it's a correlation. It is a correlation. Um, yeah. You know, because of most of those people too had some sort of other, you know, issue or more going on. Right. With, right. with that, um, which that low vitamin D could have been a chronic issue for that person and, and led them down that, that path to get those other comorbidities before they got Corona. You know, I don't, who knows what came first at that point. Um, but you get your vitamin D levels where they should be, your immune system is going to work more efficiently, which just means no matter what virus, bacteria, whatever you come in contact with, you're going to be better set up to be able to fight that off. I think like, you know, I'm obviously not a doctor, um, but I, you know, I'm definitely a science geek and I, I learn a lot from John um, and a couple other doctors that I do work with, you know, in school, when I, you know, I was in like medical nutrition therapy, anytime people think of vitamin D, they think of osteoporosis, like osteoporosis and bones. And that's kind of like it, like, you know, yeah, vitamin D helps with calcium and phosphorus and all these things helps your bones stay healthy, go outside and stay in the sun for 20 minutes. Like vitamin D is so much more than that. Like John said, like it is just, it, it is just so underlooked. And my grandma just recently got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and the doctor, he's super old school, but he tested her vitamin D levels. So great, great doctor. And he's like, Marie, like you're, you're low, you're really low. Like we need to really up your vitamin D. And that has helped so much in her rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, she couldn't even open her hand when she first got diagnosed and I don't want to say doing something as simple as adding in more vitamin D, but doing something simple as adding in more vitamin D is helping her. Um, cause rheumatoid arthritis, like John said, like that's inflammation at its finest. So I, I think also finding a vitamin D that has, you know, the right source per se, you can go into CVS and that's a whole nother podcast that John and I will talk about is finding adequate sources of supplements. Um, cause you know, I don't supplements are not cheap and we'd rather you buy the good ones that actually are going to do what they're supposed to do. And that really goes just along, you know, with, uh, with, with research and, and working with a good doctor, but the, that is a huge factor too, is do you, are you having enough vitamin D within your supplement? So, um, you know, vitamin D also is, is big in the nutrition field. So people ask me all the time, what can I do to add in more vitamin D? So, um, some of my favorite things obviously is fish, you know, salmon, swordfish, adding in cod liver oil. Those are really potent sources of vitamin D. And I personally take, I used to, I don't anymore, there's, you can buy cod liver oil and, and just take it. It's kind of nasty, but it's, that's a great source. If maybe you don't want to eat the fish, um, but other sources, you know, tuna, there's other, you know, foods that are fortified, you know, which adds in vitamin D to cereals, milk, so on and so forth. But, um, I, you know, that's another big controversy is, is that enough? 
I don't think that's enough. I don't think anything fortified is proper. So I'm a big advocate on just going straight to the source and fish to me personally is the best way to do it. So, well, and they, you know, most of the four, you know, the milk, yeah. uh, yeah. Yogurt. That's, it's usually, it's, it's, it's the wrong form of a vitamin D Correct. in there. Here we go with the um, wrong form. Yep. It, you know, it's, it doesn't have, it doesn't have K2 with it to, to help with the absorption and That's all that. Right. So People it's just, don't know that, you know, right. It's just a, here it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it makes it sound good. It's like when you go by, you know, a Hershey bar and it says gluten-free on it. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, no, oh, no, no. no crap, but oh, yes, my God. understand it's gluten-free, but how much, you know, I'd, I'd probably be better off having a little gluten than eating that Hershey bar. Um, That's so funny. You say that we have to do a podcast. It just came, it just came on my, my brain of like, like you just said, the Hershey bar is gluten-free or like, let's eat these protein chips, you know, yes. you know, like let's get your protein from quest chips and I'm not knocking quest. I eat their protein bars. If I'm on the go, I'm just saying in general, that is like, a whole nother ball game. I'd rather you just eat regular Lay's at that point, you know, uh, Lay's chips. <laughs> Speaking of that though, I, okay. This, I, I have to be vitamin D deficient, right? Because I, oh. I, I, I'm ADD. So you mentioned Quest there, right? <laughs> For a second. Have you tried their, um, <laughs> like their Reese cup, their peanut butter cup? Yes. Things? I have. Dude. I bought those one time and I was like, these are going to be awful. So I'll buy it once and it'll be good. No, put it in the freezer, get it cold. Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness. That was delicious. Same here. We only bought Billy and I only bought one each. We're like, all right, like whatever, this isn't going to be good. They usually taste like cardboard or fake butter. I, yeah, I may have gone back and, and bought a couple more. So yeah. every, every time I go to Publix, I'm like, you know, do I need a little protein? Let me go down the chocolate aisle. Oh, um, sure <laughs> um, but no, I love what you said with the milk because vitamin D, like people don't know, like you said, does it have K2 in it? Like for absorption. So no, that people, I mean, not your average person is going to know that you have right. to toward, you know, some type of schooling or a lot of research to understand that, but people don't understand wrong forms of vitamin D you're, you're really not doing anything for yourself. So that's a, that's a great point to, to touch on, you know, cause even yogurts now and cottage cheese and stuff like that, they'll have loaded with vitamin D, you know, great vitamin D source. And it's like, no, which makes it even harder getting into our next area for vegans. Yeah. Vegans. So now, or people that just don't eat fish in general, that's a, that's a whole nother, you know, vegans, you really gotta, we really gotta, um, they're going to be deficient in that. So for vegans also moving on into vitamin B12. Yeah. So talk to me about vitamin B12. Why that's usually the first thing that you hear, even if you're not in the science field of, oh, vegans are B12 deficient. So tell me your thoughts on the deficiency of, of that. 
You're going to have to cut this part out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because my brain has lost me now, and I don't have anything in front of me His brain. about that. See? So, you gotta thank watch. you, though. You got to watch. Anyway, but, yes, vegans. Yes. Um, so, so here's the thing. And it, it's hard to talk about vegans because if there's anybody that really wants to ever tell you that they're a vegan, it is a vegan. Right. It's people give CrossFitters a, a, mm -hmm. a hard time because we always want to talk about CrossFit. Um, vegans are vegans, worse. man. They, they announce bumper stickers and, you know, chanting it as they walk through the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, so this is nothing against that. If people want to be, be vegan, I don't care. Right. Do it. Right. The one thing that you should know is that that sets you up to have some deficiencies. Um, it sets you up, you know, vitamin B12 is a huge one mm -hmm. just because typically you're going to get that from meat. Um, yeah. And so just, just know that yeah. um, is the, is the biggest issue. Same thing. If you, you know, if you're a carnivore, there are things that right. you're going to be deficient in there. You got to make sure that you supplement with that kind of, for those things too. Um, with the, with the B12, you know, getting more sciency, B12 is a huge factor of our red blood cells. Yeah. Our, I mean, our red blood cells, hello, that's our entire body. And when people, you know, and our nerve cells and everything like that. So when people want to become vegan, like John said, that's fine. But you also should take a, the responsibility of now knowing what else you need to supplement with or do or whatever. There's also so many different types of forms now of eating. I mean, you know, you vegetarian, vegan, lacto ovo, you have, there's so many people that eat fish, eat eggs only, eat, don't eat, you know. So whatever style of uh, you know, of, of food that you want to eat. I think like John said, it's, you have to kind of just know you're going to be deficient and what you can do to help not be deficient, you know, with getting the right supplements, working with a great doctor, you know, a great dietitian or whatever, um, getting some testing done because B12, like you said, that's mainly in me. Um, and there's, there's different types of anemias that can happen from B12. A big one is megaloblastic anemia. I learned, I did learn that in school. We're not going to get into the sciencey form, but that's, that's pretty serious that vegans deal with. So, you know, not only B12, but they're going to be deficient in vitamin D too. So, you know, yeah. that's yeah, I mean, crazy. And that's a, whatever you choose. You just have to be open to, you know, everything has some pitfalls, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, let's say that you're somebody, I I don't eat meat at all, but I eat fish at every meal. Okay. Great. You may be setting yourself up for some heavy metal toxicity. Yeah. Because good chance you're getting a whole bunch of mercury dumped into your system um, nowadays. So, um there's there are a lot of different ways to eat well yes but every you know there's a whole bunch of different tile out there right 
all the tile needs grout. Yep. Is you got to figure out exactly what kind of grout that, that you need. And for vegans, you know, they're going to need multivitamins and vitamin D and that kind of stuff, but they're also going to need some extra B12 too. Yeah, they're, they're definitely, uh, I like what you um, brought up about the fish because there's another thing like people, fish is good. No, fish is phenomenal. I, I am a huge promoter for fish, no matter what's going on, as long as you don't have an allergy and we got other stuff going on. Fish is so good for inflammation. I mean, omegas, I mean, you name it, fish is phenomenal nutritionally um and now if you have someone that only eats fish you know we're and we're going to go back to like we spoke on our our podcast before this well is it farm raised is it wild caught what is it being you know pumped with is it does it have antibiotics does it have other you know junk in it and not only like john said the mercury i mean people don't know that i and that's that's the pitfall of, you know, just society. And I think that there's a lot of different tiles out there, but, you know, making sure you have the right grout to support that tile is going to be, is going to be efficient. Um, so kind of rolling, I know I just spoke about it, but omega threes. So omega threes, you know, you have your EPA, DHA, you know, the fatty acids, which so many people, Oh my goodness, are are deficient on. And if they are taking a fish oil, like for example, before I met John, I was taking a fish oil and it was it was nowhere near as well um nutritional, you know, my what I needed, my my adequate uh dosage of what I was taking. I thought I was taking a great fish oil. You know, I met John, I learned more behind, you know, behind the scenes of kind of what goes into that. And that's, that's the thing too, is now people not only are super deficient, but they think they're taking a, a really good fish oil and it's, it's not, unfortunately. So, um, fish oils, uh, you know, omegas in general, I should say, kind of going back to, you know, the disease points. I mean, that, that the hormone regulation, you have your inflammation, the health of cells, you have just you know, just overall, like it's a powerful source that so many people lack. Um, what do you think, John? What do you think about omega threes? Yeah, me? I think the one of the biggest things omega threes can do is um, it increases the the pliability of your blood vessels. Oh, cool. Um, which which allows your blood to flow more efficiently. Okay. Um, and it's there um i was watching a video the other day and they were they were talking about i think it was a goldfish they took mm-hmm. and they kind of wrapped it up in a in a wet um paper towel i guess something like that and were able to put put the fin under a microscope and the the blood vessels in that are so small only one red blood cell at a time can fit through okay so they said it's kind of cool watching them fight and, and try to get through there if you can get a little extra omega-3 in there, it expands the pliability of that blood vessel. So now they don't have to fight as hard to get through. Oh, wow. So in us, what it can do is what I've, what I've heard is, um, and I've never had my BO2 max checked at any level. Um, but I've heard that people who do have it checked can be at one level BO2. Mm-hmm start taking their omegas 
and it immediately will increase their VO2 max wow. without really having to do much work toward that, just because the the pliability and the effect it has on on your blood system. I I don't know where I read it. Maybe I heard it from you. Do you think that low omega threes like DHA like that is linked to Alzheimer's and and dementia? I like in some sort of fashion. Um, yeah, I yeah, I I think for sure it 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 it's again. I think it's a um maybe not always a causal factor, right? Yeah. But um, but it seems to correlate a whole lot in in people that start to start to develop those kinds of issues. Yeah. Is, is being deficient in a lot of these things, the omegas, you know, vitamin D, or just the way that they've eaten throughout their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think that everybody should be on a good omega, uh, because it's just how powerful it can and boost your brain health, you know, brain health in general. Um, and that's really cool about the blood, the goldfish. That's awesome. I didn't know that about just what it does, you know, kind of fighting for fighting to win. Um, Mm -hmm. that's really, really cool. There's so kind of circling back to vegans, you know, here's, here's another one. Just if people don't eat fish or seafood, there's another deficiency that can lead to, you know, down the road, a lot of, a a lot of uh, inadequate, inadequate things. And I think fish oil is so underlooked and one of, I did a, this was like freshman year in, in college. I don't remember a lot about it, but I did a paper on fish oil and how many different brands slash varieties, meaning dosage types and so on, there are on the market. There are so many different types of fish oils. Like if I went into Walmart and picked up four different brands, they would all be different. Yeah. So, so John, if someone, you know, if someone is, let's just say low or just someone wanting to stay healthy, what do you think the best way for them to find a proper, proper uh, Omega, you know, fish oil? Like, do they, go on Google and type it in, or do you think they should talk to their doctor or what are your thoughts on that? I, that's a good question. I think they, they should probably talk to uh, a registered dietitian. Um, I wouldn't necessarily um, suggest talking to your medical doctor unless you know, your medical doctor leans a little more natural. Yeah. Um, most tend to tend to think synthetic. And by that, I mean, um, if they're going to put you on an omega three or recommend one for you, it's going to be one that's been created in the lab. Um, and which is not going to be as effective, probably going to have some harmful things in there to you. Um, so I would, I would go to a, a good RD. Um, I would check. You could ch- 
you can find a lot of chiropractors out there. You can find a lot of nutritionists, mm-hmm. nutritionists out there um, who can make some really good recommendations for it. Um, yeah. You know, I've got a company that I get my stuff from that I think is very, very good. Um, their stuff is very clean and, and in the proper form. And, you know, would be happy to share that with anybody who, who I Yeah, that's the, I personally take a lot of, um, a lot of the, the supplements from, from the, what John is talking about. And it's, it, I can already tell it's made a difference. I mean, when I first started, I was your, and this is before even I went to school, um, started grad school, really. I just was a CVS person and I just kind of saw what was on sale. I mean, seriously, like if all honesty, like buy one, get one. Absolutely. You know? So I think leaning when it comes to supplements, I think leaning more towards like a functional medicine doctor or a chiropractor that really, or a dietitian, they, they kind of go more into the sciencey part and finding really, really good brands to stand by. So I think, you know, whether you're vegan, whether you want to stay healthy or whatever, going towards that route and finding a, you know, a doctor, physician, dietitian, whatever that you can trust. Um, I think that's a great way to start. And yeah, if anybody wants to know about, you know, the company that John's talking about, just let us know. We can definitely direct you in the right direction. I'm a full advocate on them. I did a lot of testing through them. Great, great company. So yeah, I think that's, that's, that's not only just with omegas and vitamin D and B12, it's all coming back to the right supplement, the right dosage, the right milligrams, all that good stuff. So that's, that's pretty much it for that, you know, but anyway, that's pretty much all we have for today's podcast slash YouTube video. We are super pumped to be doing this. I just want to shout out like this has been awesome so far. We are starting to get a lot of content. So keep it coming. Keep viewing. Message us if you want to hear anything specifically. I think that's cool too. If you guys want to have any questions, we can definitely answer. Um, That's it for me. What about you? You good? That's the only thing that I'll say is that I mentioned earlier, uh, the only way you're going to know for sure you're deficient in vitamin D is to be tested, mm-hmm. but you don't have to necessarily wait to be tested to go to supplement on that. So, you know, find you a good vitamin D, take about 5,000 IUs a day. Yeah. And that, that'll be at least enough to maintain you where you're at, probably grow some. Yeah. And if you get a chance to get tested and you're low, you can bump that up to about 10,000 a day. Yeah, that's, I told you guys, he's a big advocate on vitamin D. <laughs> he's a big promoter on vitamin D. I love that. We all, we all have our, our things here and that's, that's awesome. He definitely opened my eyes to that. I currently take vitamin D too. So it's, it's definitely needed, but we are about to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much, John. Any last words? Just bye. All right. We'll see you guys later. 